Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. Uh, it's a podcast. I'm, I'm taking your cue from yesterday, Alex. Thanks, thanks very much uh, for hosting. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Uh, it's a pleasure. I'm alright, thanks. How are you doing? No, I'm back. good. I, I'd, I'd like to say, just as a as a listener uh, for yesterday's work, that I thought uh, the Alex Ben and Ant episode was was a pearler, especially the talk about the wandering right rugby players and uh, Creel doing push-ups, <laughs> eating a I don't know what it was. It's uh, <laughs> If you haven't heard it, give it a listen, ladies and gentlemen. We're also joined by Ben, naturally. How are you, Ben? Um, well, thanks for you, Adam. I'm good. Uh, I like the primo bands. Uh, when we get uh, get to 1,000 subscribers about certain banks that you don't like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the primo bands prior to the episode. Oh, uh, Do you know what? They just think they're better than people. That's their problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. I'm sorry you brought it up. No, other... no, I... You, you pissed me off, Adam. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I hope you can channel that into into the Springboks. Uh, Christ, they're, they're terrible. But you guys covered that. Can I, can I, uh, springboard off that, Ben. What, what's your worst back between JP Morgan and Tom? <laughs> well, as you know, I, I have a lot of respect for Tom as a player of person <laughs> and, and concept. So... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't think they even call. I think they call themselves like an investment house or some other pretentious. Yeah. House. Right, I have no time for those pricks. Yeah, let's uh, let's actually not give them any any further time. Uh, back, back. He went off. Don't give them free advertising. No, we're not. Mm. Back from going off the grid to Caledon, burning. Um, what's it? Uh, alien trees doing the country a service. Guts. It's, it's Matt. How's it going? Uh, not too bad. Good. Will you click? Were you connecting with nature? I found my moment. It was great. Oh, sorry, not moment center. It was good. Uh, um, yeah, I, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> try to do that, that yoga supping, but it's like four degrees and there was no water in any of the dams because it's obviously too close to Cape Town to, to store any water. Yeah, so it's cut cold. So you had a nice time. I, I, had a, I had a great sup the other day on the very, you know, very warm, very beautiful Mauritian Ocean. So oh, nice. Thanks. Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Thank, thanks for letting us know, Ben. We really appreciate that. Okay, so, guys, can I just just before we start, the, can I just point something out? Because I'm just doing my super brew for the internationals now. Yes. Okay. USA are playing Russia. That's pretty cool in itself. Ooh, miracle on ice. Rocky. Yeah, cold. miracle on ice. Freaking Cold War round three. Cold, like, cold War two, 2018. Yeah. yeah, but they're playing at the Dick Sporting Goods Park. <laughs> Which city is that in? It's in Commerce City, apparently, whatever that is. What? It's in Commerce what? City. Commerce City, that's what it is. Commerce. Fuck, is Russia hosting this in like their their faux KGB training town or something? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I presume God, it's it's in Colorado. Is it why in Colorado? Yeah, why don't they play in Denver? What the fuck? Um, they're taking the game to the people. Which is what Saru should do. Well, the people are 45,900. Fuck, okay, never mind. Why are they even watching me? Christ. To be fair, to be fair, that was in the 2010 census, and they had just uh-huh. seen a population increase of 118% from the 2000 census. So by now, 
they're well into the fifty thousand. Yeah, must be that pot industry exploding. Dry they're like the green they're like economy. fucking rabbits. These people, eh? <laughs> right? We are okay, here. guys. Guys, this. just while we're on this, do you want to give me a prediction for Cold War round two? Uh, USA by fifteen. Yeah. 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 Good shout. <laughs> I don't think it'll be worse. Yeah. What the fuck? You, so the sorry, I don't know. I'm getting very distracted. I've gone down a rabbit hole with uh, Dick Sporting Goods Park. Um, you, what what else is it hosted, Alex? Well, it's what the home the... to the Colorado Rapids, the football team. Um, um, not, okay, not, not yeah. the American football, like the soccer team. Yeah. Um, oh. And they've they've got a capacity of eighteen thousand, which not. is a third of the entire population of the town. And but for for a concert, they can host twenty seven thousand. Yeah, because they can fill, fill up the field. And yeah. Just lay boards on the field. Yeah. Yeah, they've had they've had a whole lot of international soccer matches. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So that's weird. I yeah, wonder I how big know. the I wonder I how, how big the, mot- the motel yeah. scene is. Must be. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you guys <laughs> off. Uh, we've spoken way too much about Dick Sporting Goods, but at least now I know that uh, I got a title for for this episode. I got Dick Sporting Goods. If you're out there. We, we expect a little bit of Bitcoin for the free advertising. I think. That's no, right. can't, can't, can't they sponsor us? Like, we, I could big up big sporting goods all day well, long. Like, we, I, we, presume, I presume they sell assault rifles and nothing else. Yeah, we, we were bigging up uh, Major League Rugby. So, you mm. know, or whatever they call it. And I didn't do very but well in the Super Group. We'll have to discuss that another time. But this episode, we're going to be focusing just on the big three in the Southern Hemisphere and maybe a cursory shout to Argentina. I think they have Wales. That's right. So Wales touring Argentina. Yes, yes. Okay, okay cool. But it's South Africa versus uh, the enemy, England. And then Australia versus Ireland. And New Zealand versus France. We're just going to um, shoot the shit. And uh, just go through series by series and just maybe discuss um, some of our predictions. Ben, you're apparently not very interested in chatting starting 15s. So, you know, you, you can go and take a swim in the Mauritian Ocean or I, I don't know... We've, we've talked about this, guys, that I live inland and saying that is actually quite offensive. Yeah. Well, inland, I, live... I think you can throw a stone at the ocean from your place. Yeah. No, I'm like I'm like 6Ks from the ocean. Dude, I'm 700Ks from the ocean. So. Well, you made, you made your choice. What do you mean I made my choice? No, I'm sorry, I'm, no, I'm getting off track. I'm getting <laughs> off track. We're not, not going to argue. I don't know. But, like, but Ben, are you far away from the beach or are you just on your way to the other beach? <laughs> Because I feel like on the island, you're always, oh, you always... You, like, you feel I'm, I'm just between beaches, actually. Yeah, you're between beaches. Like, <laughs> I'm just between you're always You're always striking distance from a beach. Yeah, like if I needed to go to a beach, like I could get to a beach quite easily. I guess Adam would struggle a bit, but... Wow. Do I live close to the beach than you do, Ben? Uh, as, as the crow flies. No. That's, a, that's an interesting okay. shot, considering where you okay. are. Right. Let's right. let's get let, let's get into the meat of this thing and deal with uh, the Springbok A team because the B team are pretty shit as as they proved along with playing in Washington. Gentlemen, to start off, before we even get into get into the guts, let's make our quick predictions for the South Africa versus England series. And we have been graced, by the way, with some uh, outstanding knowledge from our friend of the pod, English Matt, who mm. uh, he is known to to the pod. And having made discussions with him, has sent us some copious and excellent notes. So, English Matt, when you do listen to this, we thank you very much for your contribution. Because, uh, yeah, I don't watch that much English rugby. And uh, we, we were just chatting off about the very English 
named team. Guys like Daly, Earl, Earl, Farrell, Vinopola, Lazowski, Itoje. You know, it's all very English guys. Solomona. Youngs, uh, Launchbury, Rob Shaw. I just want to balance out the two Vinopolas. Yeah, Solomona. So, Simmons. Shield. Shields. <laughs> so just so we can get, get our predictions out the way, gentlemen, and then we can back up our, our nonsense or not. Matt, do you, how do you think Rassi's team are going to do against uh, Donald Trump's team? And by Donald Trump, I mean Eddie Jones. So. <laughs> um, uh, thankfully, I, I don't have the bias of what, or I do have the bias of not having watched them play this weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my glasses, I think, are slightly rosier than the rest of, rest of yours. Um, I'm con. I'm still confident. I, I don't know. I like up until the, all the bad news that I read on my phone Saturday morning and so forth. Um, I don't know. I still have a bit of confidence for Rassi. He se- he always said the right word. I don't know. He, maybe he's just sold me on the snake oil because he kept saying the right words. And the squad he's picked isn't terrible. I, it's the best. It's, I would. There are not too many people. I don't think he's left out of the squad. So I. Confident, I'm, I'm going to make a bold call and say we actually stand a chance. It's probably two. I'd say two out of three to be slightly realistic to, to win it. Um, yeah, I'm going to back you. I don't have as much evidence as you, but I unfortunately tarnished my glasses by watching ten minutes of that shit show in Washington. But we're going to be playing our A side, playing at home, especially starting off at Ellis Park in the high felt. The English are going to be tired, and um, Sia he'll be leading the team. And I think, as I see noted in the press. There will not be that many starters who will start at Ellis Park. So I just, I'm just being quite rosy. I think there'll be new energy in the team, and also predicting two-one. But I think that the high felt and tiredness factor will be play a big part of it. That's all. Alex, your your prediction? Um, uh, I think we're gonna lose the series two-one to England. Um, which, I don't which know game which game we're gonna win. I'm trying to figure it out. Like I think we. The game three is going to be up, up for it, so it's going to be one all going into game three. Okay, that's what I was also thinking. My yeah. mine was also Where going to be one all going into game three. I, I can't quite games? figure out. It's uh, it is Park, then Town. Mm. Oh, is Are it playing in PE at all? Uh, maybe for sense. maybe for rugby championship. Okay, Probably lost. Just checking. Then we are because I would have said that's the one we're losing this this test if we're playing in PE. <laughs> we we <laughs> don't seem to play well in PE. Yeah, hopefully uh, we're not stupid enough to schedule a match in, at Kings Park in June. No, we haven't. We're, we're playing, I have it for you, we're playing in Joburg, uh, Toyota Stadium, so that's Blum, I think that's correct, and then Newlands is the decider uh, in Cape Town. So two okay. games in the high felt, and then uh, one at uh, the, the uh, what do we call Newlands? The Fortress Tupperware. Tupperware, yeah. thank you, that's correct. So you won two. I think we're going we're gonna to win in Blum. Nice. Ben? Yeah, I was I was feeling pretty positive about this to be honest, and then I saw the English team, and it is good, hey. Mm-hmm. Good team. Like like, <laughs> like like they they haven't been because I would say probably full strength teams, it would be a good match, and then suddenly home it would be good games, and then home ground advantage would be significant and stuff. But it looks like in terms of injuries, like we very kind of walking wounded, like. Marks is out, Eben's out, Whiteley's out, Lude's out, like especially in the forwards, and that was kind of our traditional strength, and that's against England, that's where you need to front up. So what's your prediction? I think we're going to take three duck. We're going to win three nil. It's just, 
No, we no, lose, three lose three. Oh, fuck. All right, well, wow. fair enough. Oh, we've got a good spectrum. There. I just want to point out quickly, in other Matt's notes, he he mentioned that Eddie Jones has told the press that Eddie Jones is missing 20 first-choice squad members to injuries. Nah, that's not true. No, nah, that's not true. That's what Eddie Jones said. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I'm sorry. Just to and, and Matt, I'm, not and Matt, using, yeah. I'm not accusing yeah, English Matt of lying. Yeah, English Matt did say take that as a pinch of salt as well. Twenty, but that, that's easy. Like any random guy who gets injured, you could be like, "Yeah, we're gonna call him up." It's like New Zealand with Brad Shields. Like, yeah, I was, I was about, to, I was about they to were make just like, comparison. "Yeah, he he was actually gonna captain the side." Oh, he's gone to England. Oh, what a pity. Bad luck, Brad. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah he's uh, Eddie he Jones. Like, I'm sorry, take uh, Eddie. English Matt's uh, prediction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says two one. And he says, I have to say, yeah. England will win, but I'm not confident in this at all. Uh, just in brief, in terms of his starting notes, then we could just quickly run through the English 15 that he believes will start. Then he notes it is a conservative choice. So English listeners out there, uh, do bear with us. And if you are listening to us on ACAST, SoundCloud, and iTunes, please comment. And uh, you're welcome to chip in. We're always looking to get some more info from our friends from overseas. Um, one of the, what Matt does say is, and I quote English Matt, our attack also seems to have become a bit too predictable but I would suggest this stems from a lack of quality front football. I know that um, Jamie George, he's going to be starting because uh, Dylan Hartley is not coming. And I do, I, yes. I generally believe the fact that Warren Gatlin was starting George for the Lions against New Zealand uh, last last season. I mean, it goes to show it's kind of a very much a John Smith Bismarck situation in a sense. So I, I rate Jamie George, personally mm-hmm. speaking. But looking at... Uh, English Matt's starting lineup. Here's Mike Brown at 15. I think we all, we all know we all know Mike Brown. We know and like Mike yeah. Brown. Would that be correct? Yes, uh, he's good. Actually, no. Rob Carney's the Ben Smith of the North. He's yeah, a bit yeah, busier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like Mike Brown though, but apparently he's what 32, 33. If he gets injured, they don't have a lot of depth at 15. Apparently, Mike, Mike Brown's the Israel Dag of the North. <laughs> I'll take that. Well, take if, that. if even if, if we don't have we don't have a lot of depth if, at fifteen, even if no one gets injured. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> at fourteen, he's got Johnny May. Uh, he's blitz, uh, quality player. Yeah. Um, thirteen, I think that's where they're struggling. Alex uh, Lazowski, and just to quickly mm-hmm. read English Matt's notes about Alex Lazowski because I'm not familiar with him. So yeah. he says, well, other than hmm? other than starring in Monsters Inc. <laughs> he, he plays with Saracens and English Matt says I like Lazowski he's an exciting attacking player and has always impressed me in an England shirt his preferred position is 10 I think but I've only ever really seen him in the centres where he has been very good and I can't see him jumping ahead of Ford Farrow and Cipriani so don't see that changing on this tour and Saracens are also English running English champions so he's got the added glow of being part of a winning team this continuing with that Elliot Daly also I, I like Elliot Daly a lot as well I thought he was very good uh, on the Lions uh, tour. You've missed, you've missed the inside centre. Oh, of course. Owen Farrell. Did I dick? Uh, that's his name. Mm. He's at 12. George Ford at 10. Ben Young's at 9. And then I think as looking at their forwards, this is, you know, you kind of bring a mark of an Apollo. So just, can, can, we, can we just chat about that back line quickly and then, mm. Mm. then yeah. chat about the forward? Well, yeah. Because to, to me, it looks like they have a lot of kind of playmakers, but yes. no one mm. really to, to make... No one really to kind of execute the play. Yeah, it's interesting because okay, so so Farrell's a ten, then Ford's a ten, and yeah. he's actually playing ten. And yeah. now they say Lazowski's a ten. Got tennis, yes. tennis uh, vibes. 
Yeah. And then then Bailey's also a ten, hey? Uh, no, I don't think he's a ten. Oh, okay. No, he, he he does play okay. fullback every now and then. He played fullback against uh, the Barbarians uh, where the English got pumped. But, but I do yeah, think he no. is still kind of like a a ball player. Like he mm. he's got like he's got that sort of playmaking ability to him. He's got and, and he's got a big boot, um, daily. Yeah, as well. And he's and he's, and he's blitz, so he does well yeah. in open play. But I think was it you, Ben? Yeah. I think you made a good point. Um, it's kind of like why a, a big guy like Solomona. I thought, was he was he injured? But either way, they don't really have a big ball carrier like in the shape of Andre Esterhazen, a, a guy of that size yeah, and thrust and, and strength. Well, like they had they had what's his name in the centres? Uh, not Ben. What's his name? Ben. Uh, Bento. Toa. Yeah. Bento. 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 Like because because at the moment, like I don't really. Yeah, maybe the obviously this. No, well, no offense to English Matt, but this isn't Eddie Jones' starting team, so maybe. Yeah. But well, but look, it's, it's interesting Lassie's, if his team. He's not small. He weighs ninety two. Who? Um, which is Lazowski. Ninety two is relatively light these days. It's, it is relatively light, but it's he's on par with um, like Lukanyu Un, who he's got a good chance of going head to head against. Look, he's heavier than our likely number seven. Yeah. Yeah. And look, Denny, <laughs> look, but, but on your point, Ben, Denny Solomona, he is in the squad, and he's kind of their attacking guy. I just don't know, and pardon my ignorance on this one, I don't know if he if he plays for sale, uh, if he's a wing or a centre. Let me quickly do a quick Google what, check. What did, the, what did English Matt say about him? Uh, see, uh, Denny Solomona. Solomona. Can be absolutely devastating in attack, unbelievably strong runner, as demonstrated with his debut try against Argentina when he ran over his opposite number. However, that debut also highlighted that he can be rather accident-prone. Surprisingly poor under the high ball for a league convert, and sometimes mm. finds himself out of position on defence. As a sale fan, though, I rate him. Denny Denny Solomon plays a sale. Yeah. As I assume English Matt also has um, big ups for Fuff. Everybody seems to like. Fuff. Yeah. Okay. So, well, Fuff, no, no, no one has anything against Fuff's like no. personality. It's his, oh, he's a great guy. Well, Solomon yeah, weighs he's ninety-one. Actually, he's not that big. Yeah, he's he's even lighter. No, but I think Ben has made a good point. I think that they've gone pretty heavy on the, the decision makers in the back line and maybe not quite so heavy on the wrecking balls. Hmm. So it's, it's maybe a little bit unbalanced in that respect, which means that they're obviously going to be you know, very incisive on attack. But yeah. if, if conditions favor many... us or on defense, maybe there's a vulnerability there if this is the lineup. Oh yeah, well, he, yeah, just a bit of, bit of uh, context. Matt did say, I've gone for a fairly conservative selection here, but I'm really hoping there are some surprises. Eddie Jones has picked a pretty experimental squad, so it would be a real shame not to use it. Also, the way we've been playing recently, it surely can't be much of a risk. In this lineup, the positions I'm really not sure of are flankers. I think we can get there. Flankers and outside center. I think that just uh, is illustrated by the discussion we've, we've had. With no toe, England don't really have a ball-carrying option at centre. Hey, reading minds, Ben. I know you haven't read these notes. No, so, uh, no sorry. I've gone for Lazarski, but English. Slade could get the nod. I know Slade and another podcast I've listened to, he's spoken about a lot. The best option for me would be Daly at 13. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. And then he says England don't have a genuine open side. So I think that this, let's move on. Oh, look, look at that pack. Yeah, do you have one more thing to say, Ben? Do you have one more thing to say about the back line? <laughs> no, no, I'm alright, thank you, Adam. <laughs> uh, I, I, do you know what? I, I always have one more thing to say, but let's let's move this along here. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to ask, though, having this many decision makers, isn't this 
Isn't this prone to too many chefs ruining the uh, stew or whatever? Well, like a committee, a committee, like, backline committee, I, I, backlining, backlining by committee instead of you know having, no, like, I think having they, a ten and a twelve. They've got to be amazing cross kicks and stuff with no one chasing them, and <laughs> yeah, there's not going to be a like, stupid wing just flying down the end no, catching a cross be, kick, and there'll be like three, four wraparounds in at once. Yeah. You know, be like synchronized <laughs> swimming. Uh, yeah, but no, look, yeah, like, like, I'm actually excited to watch the elaborate backline moves where one of them turns into a swan halfway through <laughs> and flaps away. And... Be like the last scene in Blades of Glory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm all of a sudden excited to see this now. Way yeah. more than I'm yeah, we're getting. I uh, like experience. my my excitement factor is just like out of five is pushed above four for, for this test match <laughs> just, just to see if this happens. But looking at the English forwards, and look, we'll get into the guts of the South African team or the A side. I'll stop using that metaphor, by the way. Up front, one, Marco Vinopolo at Lucid. He's quality. Um, yeah. Definitely. I don't think I'm going to say more scary. about that. Jamie George, good player. At three, Kyle Sinclair. Uh, is he the normal starting prop? It's not. It's the guy, was it the no. guy? Was it the guy who tuned um, gypsies? I mean, he got in trouble for using the word gypsy, and I apologize. I'm just quoting what, what the guy says. Oh, J- Joe, Joe Marlowe. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, with, and where was it? He got in trouble for using the word gypsy, but Izzy Falau can, like, say gays must burn in hell. Yeah, I'm a, no, but it's, it's not in his religion to swear at gypsies. It isn't gay, it isn't Israel Falau's religion to, to say gays must burn in hell. That's, 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 that's that the line worse. rugby. No, no, true, but that's the line that yeah. rugby Australia is drawing. Uh, um, just, just, just before you, before you continue, Matt, I just want to just mention what English Matt said about Carl Sinclair. I really like Carl Sinclair. Oh, there you go. A very dynamic player. I'd like to see him and Genge. 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 Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. God, I can't even... Like the name Genge. is right there, and I can't even get it right. Genge is our starting props. Both really strong ball carriers, although I'm not quite sure that they're the best scrummages in the side. No, that's uh, that's interesting. But then, well, Joe Marler is on tour, excellent scrammager and good around the park. Well, we all know about that, although I'm not much of a ball carrier, so he's very much, uh, you know... It's okay that he doesn't... Like although maybe they do... With all with that back line, maybe they need the ball carrier up in the prop to just oh. Nayavaro it down the wing. Right, four, <laughs> four, uh, Mario... Is it a Mario, by the way? He's got Mario here. No, it's just, just Mario, Mario, isn't it? Mario. Mario. Oh, Mario. It sounds okay. like Mario. Uh, like Mara. Yeah, Toji, uh, he is quality. I just, I wonder about his stamina. It's been a long season for a lot of these guys, so I think that's going to hang yeah. over, especially like Saracen's guys played, I think, a week or two ago. Five, Joe yeah. Longbury, who I, I know everyone said he was very unlucky not to go in the Lions turn. He's a good player. Six, Chris Robshaw. He's like, I guess he's, lived, yeah, I don't know. He's, yeah, I, I, don't, I have nothing bad to say about the guy. I don't think he's very excited. Work rate. He's I do. He's terrible. He's the prince of work rate. Does, does he have a work rate, or do we just Apparently. presume he works hard because he does nothing else around the field? Well, I think he, I he think must he's have just got very good manners, right? <laughs> you always assume that he's like he's basically me in my day job, where you just give off the impression that you're being incredibly productive because you just come across as so earnest and polite. But in reality, he's just sitting there watching YouTube the whole time. Well, English Matt says that Chris Robshaw is Mr. Dependable, consistently among the tightest tacklers and carriers in the England team. Yeah, but I don't know how many meters is he making per, per carry in the England team. He is one of the first he... names in the team shoot for me, a blind side, though, not an open side. Uh, do, they do, it six, do they do it the other way around? Compared to, uh, yeah, they yes. do it the other way around. Yeah, uh, we're we're we, literally we're the, the only ones people. that do it. We're oh, the so, only ones that do it. Oh, so yeah, we're like the, the America that... of world rugby. In that sense, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, well, I'm I'm down with that. And then, I, I maintain that ours is correct. Ah. 
And sorry, then, sorry, Adam. Yes. Gonna, sorry. Isn't Rob Shaw the one that the egg chasers say he carries four meters or three or four meters at a time? Every carry of his is three or four meters. Yeah, pretty much. Regardless I, of how much space he's got in front of him, he's going three or four <laughs> he meters. He just pulls over when he reaches his No, crater. no, but, but Beast, Beast, had a, Beast had a few seasons like that where he couldn't run more than three meters without just collapsing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, without some, just tripping over his own feet. Like, I'm glad he's worked through that. Uh, seven. Yeah. He's have, discovered ten meters. Seven, they have Sam Simmons. And eight, uh, the key. I think he's the key player here. Billy Villapola. I know they've taken Brad Shields on tour. Just to read up on Sam Simmons. Because I know England have been struggling a little bit, so if I can find the notes. He plays for the Exeter Chiefs. I was going to say the Chiefs, not the Waikato Chiefs. Really exciting player and a bit of a novelty, in my opinion. This guy is seriously quick. He wouldn't look out of place on the wing. Very different. So, is he the PSPs? Too good to be good. No, he, he he's like the he's like the Quaker Smith of England. Yeah, and then Billy Vinopola was absolutely world class for his literary his many injuries. Sorry, I'm busy doing that. Hasn't played an awful lot this season, so difficult to say how he will go. And so, a play and score in the Premiership final. So hopefully, he'll be back towards his best. I know he's key in terms of Eddie Jones' game plan for go forward ball. If uh, Vinopola, they have struggled without him there. Because he's the guy who gets him. What is that? I heard like, oh, sorry, it's, 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 it's Joe opening the fridge in the background. Don't worry. Jeez. <laughs> damn it, Joe. Damn it, damn it, Joe. But yeah, Vanapol is key. <laughs> He's the guy that provides all the go-forward balls. So, um, yeah, look, it's a, it's a very strong uh, England side, uh, one way geez, or the is, other. Is, is Courtney Laws injured? I think he, he might just be. out of favour. I think he's out of favour. No. I mean, Barrett... Dude, Itoje and Launch Brie are, like, seriously check, class. And Courtney Laws, I don't feel like he I like ever really reaches potential. No, I like, I, I like, I like Courtney Laws. Like, I, I like Launch Brie as well. I think Launch Brie is, like, the English version of Lude. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. Mm. But then I, I would say, because if you want ball carriers, why don't they put Laws on the blindside flank then? Maybe he's injured, and maybe we're just chatting shit, and someone's just no, going to come checking, down. I'm busy checking this out now. Uh, I'm, yes. expe- I'm fully expecting Phil to send us an email about. Seeing okay, Dylan Hartley, Dylan yeah. Cole, Courtney Laws, and uh, Danny Kerr, Jonathan Joseph, Money Too Luggy, Anthony yeah. Watson are some of the names that may have featured in England's match day squad, if not for injuries. Yeah, Laws is good. Those are the twenty names. Too Luggy would definitely give some go forward in the same. Yeah, have you ever? Mm, yeah, he's kind of like their front stay in the infant terribly of, yeah. of English rugby. The one guy I think they're missing at 13, Johnny Jonathan Joseph. Uh, I kind of rate yeah. him. He's more of a Ryan Crotty type, more like. But overall, uh, I think quite a strong squad. Mm. So, look, let's turn our attention to Rassi Rasmus, who's now 0 and 1. Can I, yes, yes. Before we move on to the box, can I just bring up two players we haven't touched on yet? Oh, yes. Um, the first is uh, Jason Woodward. Um, Ex-Rebel. His defining feature, as we pointed out earlier, was not English. Um, but he, is, he was great. Like, he was really good for um, the Hurricanes when he started his career. No, actually, it was and, the Rebels. It was the Rebels where he made his name. And then he went to uh, the um, Was it not the other way around? <laughs> no, bro. No, he was at the Rebels first, and then he went to the Cats. Oh, oh okay. Um, in any case, he, he was very good in Super Rugby, and um, I haven't really been watching him overseas, but I'm excited just to watch him again, because I really liked watching him. The second player that I want to discuss is, or just bring up, is... Um, some English math notes about Jason Woodward. Star, not English. <laughs> Italian yeah. player. He's got stars uh, again next to all his starters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so but uh, Danny, Danny Cipriani. 
Oh, he's not going to oh, get... I don't think he's going to get anywhere near the starting lineup, eh? They really have, like, 12 fly halves. Why do they need him? Yeah. He's just a wild card, Ben. Like, don't they're you a wild card in the pack? Not in the pack, but, like, in the pack. Yo, no, no. I, I, I like I like Cipriani for the same reason I like Jordy Barrett breaking into people's houses and eating McDonald's. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, no, I reckon like, that's I, why I they bring him on tour. That's somebody you don't take too seriously. Like, yo, I wouldn't trust him on tour. Like, obviously, he's yeah. going to get drugged and get hit by a bus or some shit. But, I think, I think like, if they were playing yeah. this... If this was a if this was a, an outgoing tour for us, if they're playing if they were hosting us in England, I don't think they would have selected Danny Cipriani, because as you say, they have got so many similar players. But I think when they were like, look, we're looking at a month, of, we're looking at like three three weeks to four weeks abroad, you know who's great value, Danny Cipriani, just bring yeah. him along. Like he's a mad lad. He'll do. He'll like he'll entertain the boys. Like he'll he'll get up to some shit. He's great to have on tour. No, like at, at uni, we we all have that. We all had like that one mate or two mates or group of friends in my case who you know like you you wouldn't you wouldn't introduce them to your girlfriend or you know invite them home for dinner or whatever but out on the town they were always yeah great. like exactly it's, it's, yeah. yeah like <laughs> anyway yes okay. cool. so, right, let's yeah let's move on to uh, the spring box so uh chaps sorry ben i know we're gonna we're gonna talk about starting lineups now for the box but i think i think it, it's very much a, a more straightforward exercise as most of the people who played in Washington played themselves out of the starting team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they did that uh, in class. But, oh man, what was that? Sorry, I had I had a version there. Here we are. So just to quickly run through a possible starting team, uh, and then we just knock about some names. 15, I think, is interesting. Would you pick Billy LaRue to start? No. no. Then, I wouldn't. So they're between Gelant uh, and Bosch. Bosch. It's Gelant. Yeah, I don't know. I just I love Bosch's boots, and he has shown. Oh, his tackling's a bit suspect though. No, look, I, I I'm being I'm uh, being a Bosch. bit of just I I do like Bosch generally, but he was really bad this last weekend, and his boot was pretty no, terrible. No, no, so, okay. And he also went off pretty early. I don't think it was injury, but yeah, I look. We'll get to it, but the reason I say not Philly Leroux at, full, at fullback is because I want Philly Leroux at fourteen, mm-hmm. and if you have Philly Leroux at fourteen. You don't need a second boot at fullback. That's as prodigious. And, and, and they he, can have a better, a more well-rounded player, which is Gallant. And he is left-footed, uh, Vili Larissa, yeah. providing that, that extra option that Andres Kutsia did not do, who is apparently mm. going to Toulon, uh, Sayonara. So I just want to do good riddance. Get that in there. Well, well look, Gallant, between him and Bosch, is more the form player, and I wouldn't be disappointed if he started at 15. 14, mm. there's Sabu Nkosi. He's also in the running. Uh, tries for a living. Is he in eleven or fourteen? Please remind. He's me. in eleven. Eleven. Okay, 11, well, that, yeah. that, that, that's actually quite a tricky one. But then fourteen, you reckon you might have Larue? Yeah. 14. Look, I think I think Vili Larue has to start. Yeah. Um, to be honest, and I think the even though fifteen is his best position, he's got a comparative advantage at fourteen, so that's where he should play. And he's, got, a stacked, he's, he, he's a good fourteen. He's a good fourteen. We're, we're stacked at fullback, and yeah. now Ishmael's injured. I think so. Oh, thank. Uh, sorry, we'd, nobody likes to hear a player getting injured, but Ishmael uh, is not the answer, um, in my opinion. Yeah. That's all. But so, yeah, of course, he's in the running there, but I just think, of course, he's a little bit wet behind the ears. 13, Lakanya Am, any any arguments uh, around that? Yeah, look, uh, I, I do. Sorry, I've been talking a lot. Do you guys no. want to go for it? No, no. No, you're, you're the most insightful on this. We can just chirp in. Well, Ben doesn't care. Yeah. So, ben, Ben's um, hanging out with Joe quickly. Yeah, he's got. He's got oh, what's happening? 
nothing. 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 Orange. Yes. We'll let you know. You can put your earphones back off, and we'll let you know when we're yeah. done with the So thirteen. Oh, you, uh, you, were, you were slating Bosch earlier, and yeah, I agree. He he's so hot <laughs> and cold. Is that? I saw that. <laughs> this is not sustainable, Ben. Yes. But uh, uh, anyway, so so for me, like I think Creel's the incumbent. Uh, of course. And yeah. if he hadn't played in Washington, if if we hadn't had that test at all, I would kind of say that he should start just because he, that he currently owns the jersey and he hasn't done anything to play himself out of it. In fact, he's played his best rugby at centre this year. Yeah, that's true. No. So it would be silly to take the jersey away from him now that he's finally performing in that position. Yeah, it's amazing what happens oh. when you run straight. Jesus. Yeah. This is the only thing he's improved on this season and it's made him like a million times better. Yeah, he's been playing really well. But Um has been dominating for the last two years. Yeah, oh, he's been good. He is really good. Like, he's just... I don't know how else to explain it. He's just a great rugby player. Oh, and I really, really, I really like him and no, I really want to see him. Start. Yeah, he's a good ball player. Uh, I think also mentally... Uh, I think he's one of the sharper minds, especially in that, in that Sharks back line, that's for sure. Definitely. Uh, I guess we were referring to uh, number 10, Roberts, uh, over the weekend. He didn't have a great day. Yeah, I like Am. He reminds, he's, he's a more of an intangible player. He has good moments every now and then, but I feel he's, he's got, it's a tough choice. I, I don't think Grassi should be put it either way. I'd like Am to start, but if Creel started... I wouldn't be that happy about yeah, it either. It's so okay. it's, it's actually one of the few yeah. areas we've got two really decent starters. 12. Um, yeah, Ben, I hear you. I, I'm starting Creel on the bench would make more sense because theoretically Creel covers wing and fullback. Yeah, yeah. and he, he covers like 12 to 15 basically. Yeah, so he's a victim yeah. of his own versatility in a sense actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, same as Bosch really. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I'd like, I'd, I like Creel 20. Yeah. Good old Pat Lambie syndrome. So. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then 12, uh, and then it's a shootout. Um, I don't think under Esther Hazen will start, but it'll be maybe DDA or Franz. I'm always, uh, I'll always love Franz. I don't care what he does, as long as he doesn't do anything too deck. <laughs> I like Franz Stein, but um, I don't know. Thoughts? Uh, DDA has been very good uh, this season. He's been better this season. Yeah, obviously, um, I'm very um, anti foreign players, but I'm very pro France State. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, something about a guy just bagging drop goals from 60 meters and, you know, yeah. being the size of a flank and fucking knocking guys over or stepping them. Or, that's what I, he's so good at rugby, France. He's like, mm-hmm. if you were to, like, make a rugby player, you know, and, like, Rugby 08 or whatever, like it would, yeah. you would end up with Franz Stein basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. I, he's I, also but, he's also one one Springbok cap away from having more caps or the same amount of caps as any other two backline players combined in the squad. Uh, yeah, so I think it's quite important to get that experience in the midfield from yeah. someone. Yeah, DDA, you know, he's had a he's had a better season. But, like, as you said, Creel's actually kind of changed up his game a bit to kind of yeah. get to have a better season. Yeah. DDA is just kind of doing the same shit, but better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, by, so the, by, the, by the same logic, Andre, Andre Esterhazen has also changed up his game a la yeah. Jesse Creel. And he's had yeah. a great season. Yeah, because Andre Esterhazen added a lot of co- sort of arrows yeah. to his quiver. And he was honestly me, the, only, to, the only player who looked interested on Saturday night. He was like breaking the line really, really well. It just it wasn't culminating in anything, but yeah. he actually looked good. No, I, I like him. Especially because like yeah, so. Farrell's, Farrell's, quite, Farrell's quite hard on defense. Like he tackles well. 
But at the end of the day, if I want to see Andre Estesen running full tilt, yo, yo, but even even Franz Stein is not a small guy. Same as DDA. All of the big boys. Like at the end of the day, sort of the math should tell out there that Farrell will eventually die, I presume. (laughs) It's worth a try. Yeah, like if you don't try yeah. every phase, we would just run at Farrell on his channel. It doesn't matter where he is. We just offload the ball and send whoever has it to run at Farrell. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> I, I think we just like exhaust it. Just send uh, uh, send DDA at him full pace and yeah. send Esther Hazen. Then when we're out of centers, we should start sending um, Jean Dupree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, for me, the the the, the inside center picking order goes: um, Franz Dane, Andre Esther Hazen, Damien Delender. Oh, what? We we have uh, options. Matt, you've been quiet, uh, 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 puffing up your imaginary pipe. He's, he's waiting for the friend row. Uh, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't even know which backline players are in the team. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, I'm, a bit of a DN, I'm a bit of a DDA apologist, though. So. Uh, but I don't know. <laughs> but I like, I like Andre Essays and two. And I just like France. Yeah, I don't know. I'm more, I think I'm more militant than Ben when it comes to fr- not having foreign players. In the backline, backline, in the players, because I'm not making a soft spot for Franz Stein. Fatty Stein. Fatty Stein. You don't have a soft spot for Franz Stein. Yeah, how, how no, dare you? He, he's, he may have a soft spot like my soft spot on my belly, but yeah. <laughs> I, I'm also, I'm, I'm 10 close to Matt. I don't have a special place in my heart for Franz Stein. I, I do. I don't know why. Way, I'm with Ben. Doesn't, doesn't do it for me. I'm with Ben 100%. Maybe I don't know. No, also. I don't know. I've always, I've always had a bit of grief. I know we we missed out a lot of the story or whatever, but the way he sort of flounced out of the box, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yep. I, I also haven't forgotten that. Or forgive no, I don't forgive. Okay. I don't forgive very easy. At eleven. Okay. Uh, at eleven, we got to keep this trade rolling. Uh, we got Dianti. Yeah. At eleven. Um, I like that. Yeah. I like the choice. It's not as much as it was, but I, I feel like he's the best yeah. former eleven in the country. Personally speaking. Yeah. Ten Andre. Uh, uh, that's fine. Yes. That's fine. Uh, definitely not Elton. Definitely not Robert Dupreer. <laughs> so then he could fuck off. He <laughs> could fuck off. Uh, but then who's going to play um, backup ten? Bosch on the bench, or who's going to be the backup uh, ten? Front, stand. Front stand. Uh, cool. Uh, then nine. Yeah. Fuff. No arguments there. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. Um, now forwards, Matt. You, you can stir from your slumber. Uh, yeah, yeah. At, I'm awake. That, that's that, that's no, this that, reward you starting with the front row. Yes. No, start with the start, start with the Lucy's, otherwise you'll lose interest. Okay, okay. Are, are we gonna are we gonna like analyze the backline, or do you think we did that kind of pre-built? Uh, we did it. Yeah. No, we we yeah, as, job, as, well. Look, we got we in brief. We have the size of twelve. We have look with M M and, and Creel at thirteen. We got th- a thirteen who has impact. My major concern. Yeah, like yeah, my major concern would be left wing, but I think Vili being moved mm-hmm. there. Um, Solves that problem, and then fifteen. That is a weakness. Just well, wouldn't wouldn't Philly be right wing? Uh, fourteen. Adam, Adam, you you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> God, Adam. It's right wing. Adam, I'm gonna draw a a field for you, and I'm going to write all the so you can <laughs> see the team in front of you, like a diagram of what the team should look like. Okay, well, right wing. Am I right? Yes. Well, proceed. And yes, I said my bit. Okay. <laughs> no, I think right wing is generally a problem with the squad, but I, I do yeah. think that Ali LaRue is the solution there. Um, and I think whoever we put at left wing, I don't think it matters that much. 
to be honest. They're not they're not there for the decision making prowess. Yeah, but do, do you know if, what? If, uh, uh, work, if it doesn't work the, in the midfield, Ante, it's not gonna matter. Dianti, Mapimpi, they all kind of you know different sides of the same. Actually, they all they kind of all cut from the same cloth. They're left wings, mm. like they they out and out finishes, and it's great. Like I love having a player like that. But as we saw with a banner towards the end of his career, especially at the Stormers, if you don't have the backline to create the opportunities for you, it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's like, there's there's no there's point. no point being a finisher if there's nothing to finish off on. Exactly. Yeah. But otherwise, I think that's a good backline. And yeah, putting that on my grave, I'm putting that on yeah, my tombstone. To, to me, I I don't know necessarily if the players are better than the English backline, but to me, it it sounds more balanced. Yeah. It's a holistic yeah. backline compared to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think... Low Fuff, risk, low reward. Yeah, look, Faf at night... Well, I agree, but... Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, should well, we go for Well, I was just about coming. Faf at nine, his uh, service will be light speed compared to... Well, actually, Fancel, look, he didn't do himself any favors in Washington, but Faf is uh, good service, so I think Andre will, will like that. Then looking, yeah. uh, just looking at the pack, uh, we got Dwan Vermeulen uh, at eight. I think that's fair enough. We're a little bit short there. Unless, yeah. Uh, yeah. And hopefully he's lost a bit of weight. Apparently he has. I was about to say, apparently he's lost a bit of weight and he's actually looking like he's almost in the form. So he reversed, reversed France stand. Okay, so, uh, I don't know. He was in Toulon. Maybe, like, maybe it's too... Actually, no, I've been to Toulon. They, they did have good food. Yeah, I don't know. He makes, he makes the four-pack better just by his sheer presence as he showed on tour uh, last year. Then Jean-Luc at seven. No arguments. Yep. Definitely. Yep, no, it's uh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Sierra at six, naturally. Our captain, our yeah. captain. Yeah. He's going to have to step up. He really is going to have yeah. to step up. And I think he, I think he's got it in him. I think that he's the kind of personality who rises to a challenge. Um, I think he knows that he's had an underwhelming season. And, look, he... If I'm not wrong, he captained SA schools. I could be wrong about that. But he, he played two, two or three years of SA school rugby when he was at Gray. And, you know, that's the kind of guy who... Like the heavier the burden, the stronger he lifts, and uh, I think he's really going to step up for the Springboks now. Um, I hope I'm right, and if he does, then like even the English are going to forget the name Chris Robshaw. Yeah, he, he could be like the Sam Warburton of South African rugby, except not getting not get injured, not, or, not or, get a red card. <laughs> yeah, uh, or get a red card. Fuck Adam, well done. And then at... and not not be a little Welsh. Prick as well. What? Yeah. I, I like Sam. Okay, anyway, we could get a little bit off topic. At five. So you like Sam Warburton? I do. In a Welsh. What do you know about? What? Uh, what? No, oh, he's a hard uh, tackler, you, did... fetcher, um, a leader of men. Oh, he's a little twister. Yes, he's got he's got a quite a classical profile. Well, I, his, I just like his him. nose is interesting. Um, let's see. Speaking of interesting noses, um, I heard a rumor that Quacha's nose always points true north. <laughs> oh, right at, f- at five, we got Peter Steffi Toy, and I see uh, just this is one line I'm looking at. They got I don't think I don't know. Uh, it's a bit of a tough ask to have him come back, and he, and he got Frank yeah. the Mustache at five, the tractor. Yeah, traitor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he has to play. I'd say Franco yeah, just because it's a it's oh, it's a bit tough for Peter Steffi Toy to come back. So Franco five work rate, right? but then the grunt uh, provided by Archias Neyman. Possibly. I don't know what other options there are at four. Uh, the professional Kelowna player. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's just obvious name. And look, I, I, just sorry, going back to um, number five, like, Peter Steff did miss the Stormers game against the Sunwolves. So he, he maybe is a bit fresher. 
Um, he, no, he yeah, didn't I say he missed it because no, he, he was sick? No, he didn't play the Sunwolves. You did. No, he didn't. Yeah, Adam, he, he missed the last game. No, but he, he yeah. played in Hong Kong. No. Are you sure? He didn't play in Hong Kong. Or am I thinking of Volker Lowe? I don't know Volker Lowe. You think you're Volker Lowe? Yeah, you think you're Volker. I know that's difficult. Like, ever done, or if he's just like, no, put me on, I refuse to not be on that plane. I mean, but I God. I think he's racking up traveler, traveler points, bro. For do, do you remember Do you remember Varsity Blues, guys? Yeah. Oh, do you remember, shit. Do you remember that, Billy Bob? Yeah. No, I was going to say, the, the dude the is Billy Bob. <laughs> uh, oh, right, right, okay, we have him at four. Not really much of an option. And then three, and then this uh, front row. Uh, I know this, this right, he's listed in Yukani at three. Uh, I don't think that's. No, I, I, well, the, pro- the problem is he's the only tight end who didn't travel. Yeah. Oh, so I guess I guess he's probably got a front row ticket. I'll take Low, but in fairness, Low's probably running on less than fumes. He's running on whatever. What, what's that stuff yeah. in America? Ethanol. He's probably running on <laughs> ethanol. And then Bismarck. Uh, yeah, by default. We've also got ethanol. We do. Oh. Huh. I don't know that. It, not a magical compound that you can only yeah, find yeah. in America. No, no, yeah, no, but. Yeah. It's alcohol, alcohol think, Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. C H three O H three. Yes, alcohol. Oh, thanks, Ben. And then uh, Bismarck at two. No arguments yeah. there. Um, he's going to bench, gonna be by good. the way. He's going to be our reserve team. Um, attack. Attack. Well, I'm hoping is our bench team. Yeah. yeah. If we're going on the rationale that nobody played in Washington is going to play, then it has to be Bongi. Because oh, he's also. What's a little rugby? Uh, well, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't make the selections. Judging on pass form, Bongi only needs to play six minutes of rugby Actually, a game. So. To keep his box, yeah, to keep his box standard. Yeah, and then I, yeah, I, I would still have Aka. Yeah, so would I. Uh, and then one. Uh, maybe, maybe that's what's happening at the Stormers. Flecky was like, "Yo, I've got to keep Bongi playing four minutes of rugby, or he's going to lose his Springbok edge." Yeah. <laughs> All right, and uh, then Lucid. Uh, beast. No, Lucid. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah Beast. Um, yeah, then Kitsoff uh, might, yeah, might be right on the bench. Zerny came off the bench in Washington. So that's a hell of a... Jesus, that's a lot of flying as well. Yeah. But uh, generally speaking, chaps, just the forward pack. Uh, I like the look of it, but Locke, naturally, with a little bit shorn of uh, experience. Uh, I, I do think uh-huh. Franco should probably start it with PSTD. I like the loose trio, but more balanced. I'm a little bit worried about... Uh, the tackle area and playing to the ball, like not having marks. Or actually, in fairness, marks is Bismarck version 2.0 of the 21st. Century. England, England doesn't have a feature either, though. Huh? Uh, George, that's yeah, that John. Yeah. George is, does does a lot of that work for them. He's very good over the ball, a lot like marks in a sense. Uh, yeah. But, really but you can't be relying on your hooker to be a fetcher the whole game. The your hooker's your supplementary. <laughs> yeah, another lines. Oh, Crocker kind of plays to the ball. Yeah. But look, I, I've got two concerns about this pack. Yeah. The first is um, the scrumming, because oh. um, Wilco Lowe should be the starting tight end in this game, the game that matters. And I can't imagine that he'll be starting after the trip he's had. If he is, that's a concern because he'll be knackered. If he isn't, it's a concern because then we've got Trevor Yakani starting at, at tight end. And that's a worry for me uh, come scrum time. He's been okay. I don't, I, he's been okay, he's but not, I don't he's know. He's been okay, but he's not Wilco Lowe. No. He, look, he's, yeah, also, yeah. he's going up against uh, Vinnie Polo and Sinclair. Like, that's a good front row. No, and yeah. and uh, George. It's a, a, a yeah, very George. good front row. Yes. So that is a worry for me. The other worry is, does does Bismarck still have it? Because I don't know. He always he will. 
I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't like, know. I, I, I hope, I hope so. But you, I don't think you played very well Montpellier this last weekend. Uh, I wouldn't be paying much attention. I was wondering, has he's been starting there though, hasn't he? Yeah, he started. Who else have they got though? I mean, at hooker, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's but I, that's, so those are my only points of concern. I think the rest of the pack is is good. It's about as good as we could have hoped for for this series. Other than obviously the second row where we'd like to have Urban and um, Lewitt, but I think we have serviceable replacements for them: Sneeman and Master. So. Yeah, overall, I think it's a powerful pack. We've got the ball carriers. I can't wait to see Jean-Luc just clashing into Billy Vodopolo. Um That's going to be sparks flying. So, yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, all right, and then, Ben, do you have anything to chip in? Oh, sorry, guys, my, my internet cut. Like, I'm not sure if you even noticed. No, no. Uh, <laughs> all right well you're, you're a well, valued member of the pod yeah um, well, yeah we I, I think the teams are that seem like as are we talking about our forwards now huh? yes yeah we, yeah yeah like i like our forwards they're a strong bunch of guys and stuff i would really i would really like a fetcher because I just think it adds, because uh, especially England, like they they're gonna stack together phases, and you know you can tackle you can tackle for a long time, but eventually something will open up. You need someone to sort of break the game a bit, and I don't, I don't know, especially with all that weight in our forward pack, I really think we could afford to carry a fetcher. Um, yeah, lineouts, lineouts, we should be okay. I'm guessing they'll lift Mostert, Achia, and then maybe Sia. Yeah. Yeah. Sears, yeah. I think Sears lifted. He does jump sometimes. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah but so Thor, I think yeah, and the comics Thor can fly, so yeah, sure he can. <laughs> we don't need extra lifters with him. Can he fly yeah. without a hammer? Just I'm, I was going to say he does a little helicopter and then that throws him up with his own hammer. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like a weird momentum thing, which doesn't really make sense. Okay, but I, we, we don't need Thor to do it. Little, little things that worry me is like just the squad hasn't been together for very long. So stuff like the rolling moor, which I would say should be a strength of ours with a pack that size, obviously won't be as much of a strength because I think that's just about practicing it a lot. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah but generally, yeah, um, I think it's probably as good a as good a side as we can put out, which yeah. is kind of the point. Of which is the point of this? Well, considering our injuries and stuff. Yeah, I think this this pack plus marks, Eben and Lurt, is Heat. good enough to, good enough to take on yeah. any other pack in the world. Yeah, but as like like from last year, the pack wasn't the issue at all. Yeah, exactly. Mm. We and we've always known that, which is why it was funny this last weekend where the, I thought the backline actually did a bit better than the forwards overall. <laughs> um, right. Well, look, let's I think that's going to wrap it up for the. South Africa versus England preview. We've been going for quite some time, so we're just going to quickly cast our eye uh, across the Indian Ocean, just starting off with Australia versus Ireland. Generally speaking, I think um, it's also very... I, I actually, this, this series is very intriguing. Ireland, we, we all know what they, they're very efficient, very good side, Six Nations champions, uh, they've got quality across the park, good coaching. Against an Australian side with, I think, a lot of young talent, uh, Caleb Timu. So I, 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 love, I love him. He's great. He, he's in the Wallaby frame. The greatest rugby player to ever grace Australia, Tom Banks, this season. <laughs> he's, he's, in, he's in the squad. But then also uh, Izzy Falau. 
I mean, he'll be at 15, and like that, as I said, the Wallaby squad is going to be quite strong. So, which way do you think it's going to go? I thought it's very intriguing. Um, and then to all. Are we doing the whole series? The whole series, or just the first game? Uh, well, let's do, well, we'll just do both. Because quick picks. Let's, yeah. let's, let's do the first game because then, like, we give ourselves some content. We can we next. yeah we yeah. can readjust we can course correct next week after all we right. all predict. Okay, then we'll, okay. we can do the first game. I think, and the first game is where's it being hosted? Can someone tell me? No idea. Australia. Ben, so I've, I've, got, I've got my super brew up. I'll tell you. Not yeah. Perth, I'm assuming. Oh no! So now it's changed, and you go back into it because I've made my. Loud rugby still. Uh, no, I don't think anymore. They've been officially banned. Yeah. Good. They're only allowed league. No more union. <laughs> I thought I thought that was the whole point with Perth that they didn't really do league. Yeah. yeah Suncorp, they, Brisbane. They, they, they took union away from them. Yeah. Okay. Suncorp, uh, Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane. Yeah, oh, okay. Suncorp. Yeah, it's traditionally that's a, a good. That's a good stadium for the Wallabies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That actually changes. I was gonna say Ireland for the for the first test, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm inclined to pick Ireland just due to the fact that well not like us though I mean I'm a bit biased for being a South African. I just think the Irish team that has been a long season, but their players are far better managed uh, than the English players. Uh, the central ca- contracting they play a lot less than minutes compared to everyone. Settled squad, Six Nations champions. I do think the series will be quite close, but I am going to pick the Irish just to win the first test. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna stick with you. No, no, actually, fuck it. I'm backing side. I'm gonna say Australia. Alright, Yeah, I'm. I'm also backing Australia because I think Izzy Falau might, you know, just decide to actually give a hundred percent and score like nine tries. Nice. nice. Matt. Yeah, it's the one thing we say about it. It's the one nice thing we do have to say about Australian rugby is. Their national side's the one good thing they've got going for them at this point. Oh, I mean, here's, here's the... I, I found the team that, if uh, you asked Tim Horan to pick a side, this is the team he'd pick. It'd be Falah, 15, uh, Haley Petty, Karevi, Beal, Nayavara. He didn't make the squad, though. Right. Nayavara. Nayavara? He didn't make, a fucking retard. He didn't make the squad. Uh, then there's uh, Foley, Genia, <laughs> Timu, Hooper. Uh, I don't know if we can trust this man's opinion if well, he's already I'm picking just, players that haven't made names here. Coleman, Rodder, yeah, Ala- Alatoa, uh, Piangra, Moses, Scott, Co. I'm just trying to see who else. Uh, but you're no, rattling but off it, names it, that don't matter. That's the thing. Yeah, is the only one who doesn't matter. No, but like, I think we always so say, like, Australia can put out a very good 15. Yes. And they lost, I think... Kind of their last game, they beat New Zealand straight up. Yeah, yeah. So I th- and then in between that, they got a draw against South Africa away, which is good. So do you know what? They got some form, but yeah, I would say Australia should take this. I hope they do. I want. Okay. I kind of want Ireland to be dominant. I like the. I like. I like it. The idea of a dominant Ireland just running through world rugby. Yeah, me but, too. Just, just it's a, it's a much more fun narrative than Australia having bragging rights for any reason. No, whatsoever. no, but I, I think no, like I, I prefer I prefer Ireland to Australia, obviously. But I, I've been saying this quite a bit. But I think it'll just be good for rugby if Australia wins, because uh, then suddenly it'll, it like the coming into the World Cup, it'll really throw everything in the air, which is good. Yeah, I think so. This is what I think is going to happen. I think Australia's going to win at Suncorp. And I think they're going to see one or two key injuries, and they're going to lose the rest of the series. Interesting. That must probably fit. Yeah, I like that idea. 
Yeah, I just yeah well, that, that, that is because Australia literally have 15. Yeah, they have like, a strong 15, and that's as far as yeah, it goes. Just 60 like, minutes into the game, it's going to go start going pear they don't have they, they don't have, like, like-for-like replacements. Yeah. Nayo Vara, he is not in the squad, so it'll be the likes of uh, Corey Betty, Betty, uh, not Reese Hodge. Not is, Banks. is Parisi there? Maddox Parisi? No. I wouldn't be surprised if they start because they like a player like Maddox. Yeah, but not a, not a left wing, not a left. Not, wing. not on the left. Right. How did they state? Are they stupid? Yeah, it's well, fucking weird. Not, I, I don't blame them for not for leaving him out. The fact he scored. Who did they put in his place? Corabiti. Uh, Maddox. I'd, I'd oh. probably say uh, maybe Tom Banks, but I know he's a fifteen. Right, and then just a, a quick cast eye across the ditch, as I call it, to New Zealand versus France. Uh, I know that you guys discussed that Brady Retallick, he's out for, for the mm-hmm. test. So Australia, excuse me, New Zealand, they're a little bit weaker than they were, but, I mean, this is essentially also a, a French B-slash-A side. A lot of their players were involved in the top 14 final. They will not be participating in the first test against New Zealand. I think New Zealand will walk this. I think the most intriguing aspect will be who they start at 13 and 12. That, that's what interests me, because uh, my boy DDA2, he, he, he has a shot there, but I know Alex, you have a bias for ALB, Antonin and Brown, who I like, by the way, so he's a quality player. So between yeah, those I reckon two, it's going to be him. You reckon, just because he's the yeah. incumbent, in a sense, or the incumbent bench player? Uh, not just because he's incumbent, I think just he, I think he's the best centre in, in New Zealand. What? Bar, yeah. barring, the, barring the best centre with a sternum injury in New Zealand. Yeah, obviously, I mean, Proctor's injured, obviously. Otherwise, yeah, bar, I would never have, bar, stern, never have stern made such fractures, a stern, Sternum fractures aside. Yeah, and, and the fact that Richie Moanga will not likely not be in the starting 23, how does that make you feel? Um, There's a little bit afraid, come kind of rugby championship. I mean, if yeah. they're going to put out a test team that doesn't even include someone who's you know probably in the top three flowers in the world. No, 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 that doesn't feel right. He's probably in the top five. Top five flowers in the world, I think. Um, I, I, I'd argue he's the best fly half in Super Rugby overall speed. Yeah, as as a fly half. Yeah, as, as yeah. A, I'm literally as a fly half. Dmac, yes. I mean, he's Dmac's one of the best fifteens and blah blah blah. But I mean, they're leaving him out. Uh, they got so fag, yeah. Fag, fag, fag at one I think it's going to be. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be um, Nani Lamapi and Antolina Brown midfield. That's what I think. Benjamin thoughts. Yeah, um, just I don't think Bowden Barrett's playing his best rugby at the moment at all. He played. Uh, yeah, he, he played badly this weekend. But he does play. No, his no, best not rugby. this week. He actually hasn't played well in like four or five games. Yeah, I agree. But he plays his best rugby for the All Blacks, and he always will. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Like. Like he's like a uh, Bowden Barrett at like sixty percent is probably the second best laugh in the world. So. Um, yeah, but just uh, just a comment because I because the the Crusaders have been good, but apart from that, the New Zealand teams haven't been as dominant as they were last year. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Like I think the series, I think generally because France just you know they they so spontaneous and shit. You never know what's going to happen. But no, I don't France think take at least one. I don't no, think they won't. Zealand, they won't. Uh, not I in. So. Not I said want. I said want. I said I don't. Uh, I think. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. What's next? And that's it. That's it, guys. What about Japan, Argentina? No. And, no. And, <laughs> Argentina's <laughs> going to lose to Wales. Nah. Uh, I think I'll beat Wales. 
Like, should be interesting. Should be interesting. I, think, I think they've got a pretty good chance of beating Wales, to be honest. Like, Argentina's, they got some really good players coming up. Although, apparently, they're thinking of playing Buffelli at 10, which is really weird. Yeah, I'll send you uh, yeah, They want to bring him closer for the 60. I'm getting an echo. echo. Weird. Yeah, Sanchez signing to play in France next year. It doesn't help matters. So maybe, I don't know if he's injured or not, but maybe they'll sort of looking at that next year. They maybe they relax the rules for a walk up here, like the box we're going to do until Rassi became coach. And then Rassi's just like, YOLO, I can do what I want. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay, guys, guys, we're obviously down to uh, Tonga versus Georgia. Who do you think? Uh, no, Georgia. I, Georgia. I want Georgia to just yeah, make it. A, a, Georgia. A yeah, I want, Georgia, I want Georgia to become a bit of a powerhouse. I, I also think the, the, the. I think the Japan Italy series will be hotly contested as well. It's I only think, two games. Yeah. Well, I think still a series. Yeah, but yeah, Japan should take both games. I reckon. Mm. I know the under twenties are doing abysmally at the moment, but I reckon. The, the, the adult squad should do better. Yeah, because the under-20s are all still Japanese people. It's when they bring in all their imports that they're good. I mean, actually, we're actually on curiosity. We could see a 1-1 mm. result, which is probably the fairest result. Are there, are there any other fixtures, Ben, uh, before we wrap up? Oh, are you laughing at me, or seriously? Because I've got no... <laughs> There's Canada, Scotland. No, we got, you know what? You, you've taken you, you got past the, the the big three, and then Argentina, which, in fairness, I did mention at the start. So you might as well quickly wrap through them and, and make up. Oh, okay, it's, so, it's too late so to go back. Tonga, Tonga Georgia, Japan, Georgia. Italy, J- Japan, I mean, uh, ooh, Japan, and then then, uh, then USA, Russia. Obviously, we mentioned at the start, Cold yes. War round two, uh-huh. and then. Uh, Canada, Scotland. It's like the Olympic. It's like the Winter Olympic curling final. Uh, you again. beat me to it. I was, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, I, like <laughs> Scotland, obviously. How weird is it that Scotland are good at curling? Like they do nothing <laughs> else in the Olympics apart from curling. Well, they're a pretty athletic like nation, generally speaking. They've got their own Olympics though. They've got the Highland Games, exactly. where they're like throwing phone poles at each other. Yeah, tossing the cable, all that good shit. Do, do, you Actually, know what I learned, do you know what I learned from QI? The point of cable toss isn't to throw it as far as you can. It's to oh, throw yes. it as straight as you can. Yes. Straight as it has to do a full loop, yeah. yeah. They, and then anything else? Kettle's yeah. over bars, so that's maybe an extension of their curling. That has burgers he has to get to. Yeah, I, I got, okay. yeah, I got burgers he needs to get to. One and loss, one loss. I know we were shitting on because I went on to StubHub and I went to go look for the Russia-US game on StubHub quickly. There are only 25... Uh, tickets on the resale market there. <laughs> <Can't>. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if it's. I mean, why would you ever want to resell a ticket if you manage to get your hands on one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dick Sporting Goods that... Arena. You would never ever let that out of your sights. So that... What do you think they're going for? What do you think they're going for? Nine dollars ninety-five. Uh, uh, Fifteen dollars. Higher, higher. Twenty-five dollars. The cheapest seats going away going here are thirty dollars, and those are like. On the fucking corner. Thirty dollars. Uh, what? What's that in rand? That's like four fifty rand. Yeah, four fifty-five yeah. And the highest I can see here are there are two tickets going for fifty-nine bucks each. Hmm. That's when and you those, know, eh? And sure. they just and they're not even on. They're not even on the fifty-meter line. They're sort of on the ten, ten to have the they right. Be, have they been reserved for Trump and Putin? I don't know. That is a very small price to pay for the miracle on ice. I'm just saying. 
right, gentlemen, I, I think that's going to wrap it up for, for this episode of, of Elite Rugby Banter, the preview episode. We preview all rugby, as I think we've just shown as well. Um, gentlemen? Thank all you. rugby, everything. Yeah, exactly. Thank and, you for and curling. Hot <laughs> curling tips coming your way next week, guys. Listen up. And tossing the cable. So, um, Alex, th- th- thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me, Adam. Great. Uh, ben, thank you very much. Also, that a hot curling tip. Yeah, thanks, Adam. I, I apologize for my behavior. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Matt, I'm glad you, you're back on the grid as well. Uh, I think I might just disappear again just before the weekend. Come back for the weekend, though, in, so in, I can actually in, watch rugby. In your defense, Matt, George isn't really that on the grid. Yeah. Uh, in all fairness, I, all I had, we, the, the place I was staying had like one one PowerPoint, so that you, so that everyone could charge their phones, and you were only allowed to charge your phone during the day because the PowerPoint was hooked up to the solar panels. Um, could could I suggest some sort of a double adapter? No, no, no. We we did. We, we it was stacked deep with the double adapters. We're charging like three or four at a time. Don't don't worry. <laughs> what, what, was was the cell phone signal? Not really. So my phone, or there was some. So my phone, I generally was away from my phone most of the weekend. Alright, on, on that bombshell, the fact that Matt was lost from communications, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Elite Rugby Banter. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back with the well, uh, catch-up episode. What do we call it on Sundays? Oh, I forgot. Review. Thank you. Review. Jeez. God, you've been uh, up the game too long, Adam. I know. We'll be back on Sunday <laughs> for the review episode. We'll be just chatting about all the rugby that's taken place. Otherwise, have a very good week, and we will catch you on Sunday. Thank you for listening.